Kuna shit na daibushare You never kept it real Real is rare Niki look in your eyes I see you looking down Nina realize I, I don't, don't want you back cause You broke the deal So me na keep it real Sina time street Sina suck my meals You wanna chill No only business deals In your reason daily Me will keep it real Na get cash I'm married to the game Na chase cash Worrying is so lame It's so lame Mr. keep blaming games It's so lame Blaming games, no I thought that we were meant to be I thought that we were meant to be My heart and made it bleed I thought that we were meant to be You took my heart and made it bleed We are getting into that tough topic Money, I guess I So we'll be talking about a lot, right? Like from what is finances, what is saving Debt and how to like manage your money And our coordinator will be Elis Karibuni Hey guys Welcome to today's episode. We're going to talk about money. And for this reason, you know, they had to get someone from TMT. And that's why I'm here. And we're going to cover several aspects of money. What is money? How to make money? Budgeting and savings, investing, debts, among other experiences with money. Uh, welcome, Jacinta. Okay, thank you, Elise. Um... As we, Elise will be taking us deeper into details, but uh, let me take you through a better understanding of uh, some of factors which will, uh, in a way, will affect your spending habits, uh, even your aggressiveness or when you are chasing the coin. Uh, at times, you find out that. Uh, introverts they tend to be contented with maybe what they have in terms of material or the finances extroverted persons tend to be so outgoing even in most cases they tend to make to strive to make extra coin but again they are spending their spending habits in most cases are they are in a way extravagant you know uh, again where you have been brought up from also can in a way dictate how aggressive you are when you are chasing the coin or when you are trying to save or budgeting and stick to your budget so it's good that it's, it's good that you understand yourself better before now you think of why is it that I have challenge to stick to my budget plans? Why is it that uh, before the end of the month, before the next uh, monthly support comes, you have already spent it, you get it and start paying some debts, then you remain with, with the little coins, which again, you start entering into debts before before the month ends. Ellis, I know you'll get us to learn a lot about uh, how to go about these things. Yeah, that's my intention. So let's start with introduction to money. What is money? Uh, I know everyone have a different perspective on money or understanding. Uh, from an economical point of view, money is a medium of exchange for value, uh, like a legal tender. Also, you know that money equals value. It's a physical representation of the value that we create within us and also without us. And this value may rise and fall over time. And that relates to how much money you have uh, over time also. Can I make a diff- um, like an additional point? Now, you all know about the Bitcoin and the blockchain. Kitambo used to define money as a legal tender, but since the introduction of Bitcoin, the financial world is really, really changing. And the question is becoming, does a medium of exchange have to be legally accepted by a government to be used as money? And we are seeing 
that's no especially with the blockchain you a third party who's the government and the bank they are being removed from the equation which now would bring us to a whole new definition of what money is especially in the digital era think about that right so from these explanations we can see that money is really an illusion in a sense it is a shadow a physical representation of something rather than what it really is uh, for that we are also going to look at the forms of money uh, we have the normal like the common money which is the fiat money the legal tender approved by government paper money coins that is known to all of you and that is also what most people know as money and most people even think that to be the only money aspect uh, another thing is commercial money this is the portion of money that is in books in banks so it's written in paper records uh, M-Pesa bank accounts that is commercial money and then we have commodity money uh, this is money we, whose value comes from a commodity a product service yeah uh, it can be more also defined as value money especially with physical things and services that we offer and the last form of money is fiduciary money uh, this is money that is backed up by a trust between two people a pair and a pay say for example a check when you are written a check you trust that the person who has written your check has some money in the account which is going to translate later into yours so the money that is held up by trust is called fiduciary money uh, talking deeper into money when you go into like a spiritual aspect we find that uh, in the bible in timothy first timothy 6 10 it says that for the love of money is the root of all sorts of injurious things and by reaching out for this love some have been led astray from the faith and have stabbed themselves all over with so many pains well, why do you think uh, it is so? Why do you think that they define money as so? Well, that is not the type of money we are going to speak about today. Today we are going to talk about money and wealth and money being a good thing. Yeah? And how we can use money to benefit us. So, just to engage Jacinta on this one, why do you think <laughs> that verse says, like, the love of money is the root of all evil? Okay. Uh, love of money okay uh, from spiritual perspective money is expected to serve you but not you serving the money there are people who in a way tend to worship the coin money is supposed to make you live a better life but not sacrificing for the sake of the money though at times it is gets face faster so there are so many weird things people are doing to chase the coin you know that most uh, uh, crimes they're just around the coin i think that is exactly what the scripture may be trying to say love of money okay okay thank you jacinta uh, as we've had money is a tool and which is best used as a tool once you start loving it and like chasing it well chasing money is not wrong but then loving money and even to a point of worshiping it can cause us to do some really evil things well that's not all our focus today on the next thing we're going to look at how to make money from our definition we've seen that money is value a medium of exchange of value so once you have the value you can get money yeah and developing this internal value within us and within us that's the surest way of automatically uh, increasing the external value that is physical money and wealth i mean among other things so how to make money the first step would be to develop this value within yourself within others uh, then that's the first step. The next one would be to convert this value into physical money uh, once you have it. So what are some of the ways that we can create this value internally and also among others? Uh, step one of 
like uh, developing this value within you is learning a great many skills and applying them you know value is just your worth so once you develop this worth within you or by learning by acquiring skills and applying them that's first step of making money say i think that's even why people go to school because they expect you that you go to school you graduate you've learned some things you apply the skills that you've learned in school in your job that's how you get jobs uh, another way is also training on those skills so say for example you are a, a cook maybe and you do some things like you make food you have your small area of cooking like kibandaski uh, when you train on your cooking skills so you get more ideas you get more creative with your cooking automatically uh, you, when you start applying these skills to your business you may get more customers which equals more money or add more things to the menu which equals more money so that's how some ways of creating internal value uh, Becky may tell us some more on these ways of creating value because she's been able to do that in some ways so um so i guess the idea of making money comes back to everyone's perspective or relationship with money i personally don't love money but i love the things it can get me right because so for me the idea of making money has to be backed or further spearheaded by a passion i'm very passionate about writing and so while i have a job now and i want to grow here i think my biggest source of income will be from writing because this is something i absolutely love it's something that when you want me to do ABCD, I'll probably do it without being grumpy. And that's the thing, you know, when you're doing something with the hopes of, you know, I'm not doing it for the money, it actually brings the money. So I think for me, creating value for myself has been finding things that I'm really passionate about and investing my time and skills and dedication to them so that they can now start paying me back. Thank you. Uh, and now how do you convert this internal value into money? Once you have the value, uh, now you want to convert whatever you have into physical money or wealth. Uh, step one, I'd say, is positioning yourself. Uh, it's like a market. You have to know who your buyers are and who you're selling to. So, you know you have the value. Say, Becky is a writer, as she's saying. She's created this internal value of writing in, uh, within herself. Uh, then the next step for her would be to like position herself where they need writers, you know, something like that. So because it's best when the value that you've created, you it's best when it is applied in the correct position. That's how you start converting it to money. Uh, another way or is trading crafts. Say. You've developed a skill as a painter, as an artist, as a drawer, and you've made some few works of yourself, and then people start to get attracted to your things, and then you say, hey, I made this, and I think this one, I can give it to you for a certain amount of money, or for so, like an exchange of other commodity. You should know, even butter trade equates money. It's just exchange of value as it is. Uh, in its basic form. Uh, I'll invite anyone with comments. So I have an example, right? There's this guy, a friend of mine from way back, right? So he was very passionate about our well, photography. And I remember we were having a conversation one day and he's like, ah, I love photography, but I don't think it can actually pay me. And I remember thinking, ah, why do you think it can't pay you and so he told me things like how do i convince people that what i have or this passion that i have is worth paying for and which comes back to my perspective about loving what you do until it pays you so he went ahead doing his photography for a couple of years he was just an under the water photographer and he wasn't really getting the money until one day he was like literally in the right place at the right time and he said oh yo i'm a photographer and took one picture which literally changed his life and i'm thinking if 
Iyo siku angefikiria, ah, but there are so many photographers out there or, oh, this is such a huge platform. Will I be able to bring my skills the way they want this thing delivered? Will I earn from it? And also from my personal perspective, I've actually gotten really nice financial opportunities simply because I've been like, yo, I can write and this is what I can do for you. Even when at first there's no financial gain to you lendering your skill or rather your passion. Jacinta, have you been in a position where you've learned that a skill, then it's turned out, you know, to have financial gains to it? Okay, I can uh, attest what Rebecca is trying to say. For like, uh, for like two and a half years, I I used to follow Mitya at uh, Mama Lucy Kibaki Hospital as a psychotherapist, mainly at um, at a comprehensive care center after okay after gaining that experience I had to withdraw and maybe try to see if maybe my services the services I was offering there meant anything to them and uh, I like the way after maybe withdrawing they could call me uh, we have a case here and there or they could refer someone to me then when they come, I would I could quote, like give a quotation, and because they have been referred from the hospital, they would definitely give the money. Up to this day, I do have clients who I have to squeeze on Saturdays at times. Again, my church, the church I serve in, also refers clients to me. So I started offering free services, trying to gain the experience. But over time, now that it was, it is something that. It is in me and I appreciate it. It has grown to maybe to create money at the end of the day. How do you value your skill? Like for example, for me I'm a writer, right? So it's not like I say, Oh, I'll write my article for a thousand shillings and then someone comes and tells me, Oh my god, Becky, you're really good at writing. Why are you giving this out for free? How do you value yourself? Like for me that's been a struggle because on one hand it's like, ah, you know, writing is easy for me, Cindy. So if you tell me I'm really good at it, I'll probably critique myself based on other writers that I know, Akinachi, Demanda, Daisy. And so it feels like, do I want to charge a hundred thousand Kenya shillings for an article? Dude, I'm Becky. How do you like reconcile that? How do you say, this is what I'm good at and this is what you're going to pay for it? Okay, what I do from my side if someone is referred maybe from the hospital i would first like uh, have a discussion with them are you in a position to pay if you are not in a position to pay in most cases i would journey with you to the very end then after that sometimes in fact sometimes if maybe it's not someone who's trying to block the practice mm-hmm. the whole thing I'll tell them whatever you can get, give me. At times they would give me something which if I were to charge, it would be less. If I were to charge, it would be a lot of money, you know. So you find out that it's a way of even rating yourself. Yeah, I mean, if you know about art, at least I'm assuming you do, uh, I see that Unezena to gallery, dude, you find a piece of art, it's not making sense to mm. me. But this thing is being valued for hundreds, if not millions of Kenya shillings. Mm. And then I asked, I have my brother-in-law, Alan, is an artist. And so he, I was asking him, Alan, how is it that your art is selling for 1500 and I like it more than an art that we saw somewhere for? It was literally going for 300 Gs. And it was circles to me, no, not circles to. So is it that we put a value on ourselves? And how do we maintain that value? At least do uh, I can say it also starts with where you are, where like you have beginning at with the people around you, and then it grows with that. So step one of valuing yourself is how much time did I put into it, how much resources did I put into this, and then the next thing like I also said earlier is about identifying the market, you know, buyers and sellers. There's someone who can buy like whatever you are offering at a higher price than others. How are you, uh, like, how are you positioned in relation to these people, uh, the buyers and everything? 
Okay, and also, okay. For instance, look at, uh, let me mention one of our beneficiaries who is uh, really doing good in terms of maybe develop, okay, creating value in a way. Tammy Medusela, she oh, has, yeah. she has uh, gone ahead and uh, trained for makeup and um, nail basically heart. beauty. Uh, beauty. Yeah. If uh, Tammy was to do to offer services around uh, Kahawa where she stays, maybe something like uh, Makucha and as a Fanyana, like 500-450 but if she comes to an area like Westlands, even at 1500 she yes. she will get customers, yes? Yes. And yes. if she gets a, a room within Sarit Center, even at 5k, she will do it. But nah, I, I definitely, she was looking pretty. <laughs> she was, she was looking very so nice. Was yeah. Looking very nice, and I think she had done her own makeup, which was very nice. I mean, big ups and say. Yeah, so if you consider her case, you see, like, Tammy's value is something that can grow over time. Yes. Uh, at the moment, since her nearest market is the students, you know, she can start with student trades. And then as this value grows, as her skills grow, so will her reputation. And then she starts getting more clients. And then the time put into the skill, the resources put, you know, it changes with every level, with the more people, uh, like with the market as it expands. And in no moment, she can rise. You can even define your own clients, your own customers, uh, depending on how they come. Yeah. Also have another example of a... Uh... Mary Steven. Mary Steven has been uh, making mats, doormats, and uh, baking cakes. The way she used to sell those cakes 2018 is not the same price she's selling now. She has gained the expertise in that field, and as a result, she has gained trust in the market, so that even if she sells 1 kg cake at 1500 with the, the same area of moja, where she used to sell, she can now sell it at 1500 And there's, that, there's this thing I've realized with passion and when selling your passion, which we are calling value in this extent, is that once you've reached a certain level of market, it now becomes very impossible for you to lower your prices. Let's use Adesi's example. She started writing in Nigeria, but the market was not really appreciating her skill until she was invited, or rather she started sharing her work in the European and abroad Western markets where she gained a lot of value and she was put a certain value such that even when she came back to Tanzania, to Nigeria and even the African mar markets, there is a price worthy by Adesia's books for, you know, yeah. because so for time, for example, you started with KU, you gained a certain level of expertise, you've now moved to a place like Westlands and now your rates are at a certain price range. At a student akitoka keyo akikuja kwa shop yako, itabidi follow the new place where you are. Wow. Yeah, so we see that value attracts value as long as you keep working on the skills and everything. You'll always get more and it always take you to like where you can nourish and flourish some more. Uh, now let's go to the uses of money. Uh, just from the conversation, we've seen that money allows us to exchange our gifts where like in Tammy's case she is a makeup artist so it allows her to use that gift on some other people and then they pay her uh, another use of money is money allows us to experience our wealth you know there's the, that part of enjoying money uh using it to own things using it to experience a certain type of life i mean money is a security so there's that. And talking is for money a security or is it the things that can buy that become security? Because if you have money in the bank, let's use the example of Zimbabwe, where you find their currency is going very badly right now and they're actually turning to the gold standard. So the physical money has become useless. So is it the money gives us value or the things we buy that gives us more value? Would it, if you had maybe a hundred million Kenya shillings and you bought land, then the old money went, 
ikakuwa sasa hii tumiki si ndio okay again yes, I'm trying to ask. okay let me ask it. <laughs> let me put it in, in a more like uh, you are both economist i think you can answer this if uh, oh, i am an economist if yeah. i get if i get a uh, 3 million mm-hmm. cash 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 mm-hmm. and burn it mm-hmm. and if i get uh, in touch with a building worthy 3000 and burn it mm-hmm. which one shakes which one feels like have destroyed real wealth this is a building worth yeah. 30 million this is the cash 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 of bank definitely the building eh the definitely the building, the building. So, so i think that is exactly what we're yeah, yeah yeah and then there's this thing i think when you what wamefanya call now to finance they know the mpv of money it's called the net present value of money so money you have today is worth more than the same amount of, amount of money you'll have tomorrow Like if I had a hundred million sai and I decide leo hii silali kama sijabai nyumba kileleshwa this is worth more to me than having the same money tomorrow where I haven't used it unaelewa because cash unaweza kuta nyumba na uzi leo 100 dem cash on one or two so I won't afford it so is it the money that so, so value the building is of a higher value yes. than the cash itself as we've said money is just an exchange of value so and this value we also say that it rises and falls over time it's it's not constant also another thing about things is that the value of things is just the value that we put it on uh, let's say for example a car people value cars so much they associate it with wealth and everything and then there's another group of people who live like they don't value cars in any way like cars is of no value to them so another thing with the things is what we think of them that value comes from us so there's someone who is better off with a land a building there's someone off who is better off with a company there's someone off who is better off with uh, assets cars there's someone who is better running a factory so you see we place our values differently depending to how we see things yeah uh talking of how to make money uh you know we all are working towards financial freedom that's why i think most of us are into the money making business and paper chasing others are even long distance paper chasers uh, then the way to get to that financial freedom especially in this current economy is exploring your values that is having multiple streams of income well not jobs because jobs is like a giving uh away it's like more like like some place where you can earn passively or just by inputting your your skills and values having exploring them that is the way to financial freedom uh to finish on this section i wanted to ask in what ways have you guys been able to make money other than having your jobs here and for you our listeners other than the monthly support that you're getting not other ways have you been able to explore your internal values and make money uh i'd like to hear from my colleagues here but then time is not on our side so we'll move to that we've had Becky has done some writing and we've also had snippets of Jacinta's case as for me i'm everywhere so if i start now <laughs> it will take more time uh, another aspect of money that we want to look at is under budget and savings so we know like a a budget is a track of your expenses and incomes and uh savings is what you i don't know what you keep aside from the money that you've earned and what, how do you develop a budget how to develop a budget the first step is to know your your score your net worth total income how like how much am i getting in in this month or in a certain period uh, another way to develop a budget is to keep an accurate records of personal and business accounts so you, that is to know where your money is coming from and where it goes what did i buy uh, what needs did i spend on what wants did i spend on uh, how much did i save how much did i earn uh from a sale from your job from the support so to have a proper record of everything 
uh, and then break down your expenses like no I have housing expenses I have utilities to pay for uh, I need to buy food I need to buy uh, I need to save I need to have some for entertainment having an emergency fund and all so break uh, write down all these expenses and then put a number on a, on the specific so like for rent I have to pay 5k for rent for food this is how much it will take for food this is how much it will take to pay for utilities that is electricity water among other things around and this is how much I have left for savings uh, that helps you to know how much your your like your total incomes against your expenses and um, there's another rule that people use is the 50 30 20 rule that is spending 50% on your needs 30% on wants and 20% on savings and debt apparently savings and debt are, is really an important part in developing budgets and using our money avoiding debt that is um, which one can you say you are among the two of you? I really like, do you have a spending mindset or a saving mindset? Hey, I mean, a spender, to be honest. But the only best, the only saving grace I have is also I work very hard. So whatever money I get, I also replace. But just to come back more seriously, so I'll use two sets of theories I've been, you know, seeing in my own personal life so according to economics so we have like munajua the normal distribution curve what when you're it's like kabel it says that at the beginning of life that is from zero to mid-twenties you are in your deficit seasons that is you're not making enough money so you're complementing whatever you're getting with debt right and liabilities and so between after maybe late 20s to 40s you are now at the height of your career you're making good money this is literally where where you know under normal economical circumstances this is where you're supposed to get your maximum pay so you find what work for 30 they are both mature and energetic so they get paid very well compared to what was there when you're, maybe they are not as energetic so then when you turn 50s and 60s you've probably retired and now you're using your life savings to sustain yourself that's why it's a bell-shaped curve uh which now comes back to our psychologist our psyche and how we grow and i'll use myself as a woman so in my early teens okay when did i start being financially independent so after campo campo you're 19 you've been shipped off to shule you've been given money now you're being told to handle yourself so at that point even the way my needs are very vain i want to look a certain way i want to go eat ksc i want to wear the nicest clothes in season so i won't honor this this your mentality are saving and investing is really but now as a married woman who's trying to have kids my questions now become eh, do I really want that wig of 20,000 and I could fall in pregnant anytime and this kid might want to get pregnant or might want pampas and so you see your responsibilities even change your savings and investment perspective because so priorities are cause my change I want a nice wig but also want to save for my children so at this stage you know realize it's not that I'm such as oh saver or anything but i have real responsibilities that mandate me to actually change my financial behaviors jacinta how do you feel like being a more mature woman has changed your relationship with money and especially with saving and how you spend my case is a little bit uh, kind of confused <laughs> but let me say this um the the ten thousand five hundred you girls get could be much more than someone of my age who is earning one fifty thousand. Yeah, definitely. It's it comes back to something we call disposable income, right? Yeah. Because we could be earning the same salary, but mm. you have two kids, and I'm literally by myself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now you find out that uh, at uh, a age like mine, yes. I have two kids. Uh, I've 
definitely parents who are not working who in a way depends on me mm-hmm. at this point you have got more responsibilities more than just myself mm-hmm. i also have myself and my kids i have school fees to pay you know mm-hmm. so at the end of the day you will mainly focus you may not live that good life you have decided to live mm-hmm. you may appear to have the cash but how you look does not match the cash you, you have because you will definitely match my son investing yeah making savings you know so that is it so kiambe uspate watoto watuchezi si raisi please some of the ways to save uh, is to first of all set short term and long term realistic financial goals as uh, say you want to have this amount of money by a specific period that may guide you Another way of saving is ownership rather than renting, uh, borrowing and all that. Owning things uh, saves us a great deal. Uh, also prioritizing your expenditure. Separate between what are my wants and what are my needs. Have that category and measure it against how much you are earning and know which one you will be sacrificing. And also wait until you can afford something before spending on it. You get people that they say, hey, I'll, I'll just pay it later. Can I use it right now? By the time you're supposed to pay, all the excitement, energy is lost and you find yourself in debt. Also, picking the right saving tools. So, looking at the different banks and their saving interest. Uh, the financial institutions among many others konadi wale wa kuweka pesa chini ya matches but then does it grow because the essence is you want your money to grow you know they say still money don't make no money so you want your money to be moving all the time and how some of the ways to grow your savings is saving through banks where it compounds uh financial institutions circles among others another way of growing your money is investing the money and lastly this was especially while i was in campus there were people who used to lend money at an interest so you can be that you have money there are people who need money have local arrangements you lend it to them and then when they give back they give it with an interest. Make sure the period is short though because such kind of <laughs> borrowing and lending or, uh, may have some issues, especially if the argument is not really sure and it's not concrete on both ends. I know saving and budgeting is a tough decision, especially in this world where <laughs> we've been made to desire everything that we see. So, there are so many challenges that people encounter while saving and also while budgeting and I'll just go to the center for this one to give us some few experiences of the challenges that she had while saving and also while working on her budgets. And you must understand that the Jacinta has a, a big family to look out for so <laughs> her budgets and her savings like they are essential to her in order to run the family. Okay, let me say this. Uh, when it comes to budgeting and saving, uh, the some of the challenges which maybe I would say are faced and maybe are being faced by each and everyone in our country is the inflation of prices of especially the very basic commodities such as food. You find out that you had a very good budget of like uh, 14,000 on food and uh, the usables, which all of a sudden goes to 21 with uh, no increment of where the money is coming from. In fact, in most cases, if uh, maybe you are you have an investment, something like a salon, let me use for example, uh, what Tammy is doing, beauty shop or something, you find out that customers will go down because someone will not go make their nails at 500 and they need to get a hunger at 200. So where you expect the money to come from will uh, 
maybe the man will reduce then the cost of living is going high at some point or remain constant like in the case of maybe our support man it will remain 10500 whether you are buying the unga at 300 Kenya shillings you get it so in a way that affects budgeting and also what you had planned to save uh peer emergencies they happen they natural they, they come unexpected um but what can I remember that now yeah uh, i can say that inflation has played a major major challenge especially in the past year in savings and budgeting of kenyans the next day so how to beat that make more <laughs> uh, we're going to go to the next segment which is investments on money so this is growing money employment of funds with the with an aim of getting returns to the funds and there are different types of investments it depends on your objectives on why you are investing and under that you can categorize investments into short time short term high priority investments that is something that you want returns in a short period of time and also you really want the returns so that's why it's a priority uh, that means maybe you're building towards something and you want the money to come in fast or maybe the investment is something that can take a short period to build on the same we have long term high priority objectives we have other low priority objectives where you want to to build slowly over time and then we have money making objectives uh, especially the short term investments or maybe umeamua kufungua a small business immediately with your savings you want to start earning immediately and what are some of the elements of investments things that you should know once you start investing uh, there are returns to an investment that is the main purpose of investing you want to to get the rewards for the investment and also investing is a risk is taking a risk there's a chance that you may lose the returns for one and there's a chance that you may also lose all like all the investment you should know the chance is also there's a probability that you may get more returns and there's a probability that the investment may grow even more time investments uh, are a time factor because there are things that you invest now and then before before the returns mature Uh, they take a certain duration so it can be a month it can be three it can be years uh, it depends on the objectives of investment uh, another element of investing that you should consider while you invest is the liquidity of in the investments that is the ability to convert your investment your assets into cash how fast can you convert it into cash and back and another thing you should consider while investing is ensure that it is tax saving so that most of your returns rewards you enjoy them rather than getting them enjoyed enjoyed by the government because for an investment you have to be sure once it grows there's registering it that is securing it with the government and that involves paying tax Uh, let's look at some of the tips to look Before we continue, there's this book I'm reading that's called The Grown Woman Money and uh, they were speaking uh, even just Ivy was talking about it and she was talking about investing in other things that affect your money but are not necessarily money. For example, um you girls are very young say you're in your early 20s when you're in your mid 20s but I don't think we have someone in their mid 20s in there. 
So investing in kind, actually, that's what they said, is whereby you take care of yourself, like your health, your mental stability. Because you spend money to treat yourself. But if you are healthy, that means that money, that the future flow of income will be used for other things. They speak about so many things. And I think you guys should listen to women like just at the end. You know she recently got divorced and she separated rather. And she was discussing how things like investing in the person you marry, how it affects your finances, not only the inflows, but also the outflows. Think about it this way. Ukiwa watu mtu maybe because, ah, and then it doesn't work out. And divorce is expensive. Oh my God. I was watching this episode on Linguki, and this Chile was talking, having to pay more than 20 million in Kenya for a divorce is a settlement, lawyer fees and all that. And so you marrying someone who's actually who call you know probability acquisition forever equal high. It actually reduces <laughs> how much you'll spend separating from this person. It's also how, where do you live? If it's possible, don't say like ah, I don't want to stay maybe in a safer in a safer hood because I want to save my rent. But so it's saving in kind is looking in areas which are not necessarily money investments but also affect your money. So yeah, and the best place to start to save in kind is in yourself investing in yourself. Yeah. That is the best way to invest and that will give you an opportunity to even explore other investments. Uh, some of the tips to look into while investing, one is invest where you are familiar and where you are able to track your money. <laughs> well, I have more to say on that, though time is not on our side, so I think that is self-explanatory. Invest in some place where you are familiar and where you can track how your money is growing over time. Research and look for counsel before investing. Research in what do you want to invest in. Uh, seek advice for people who are in the same field and who can help you to uh, like maneuver around the investments and manage your own money. That is the best way. That is the best way to go. Unless you have someone who is trustworthy, who can be your financial advisor. Uh, otherwise. The best way is to manage your own money, learn about financing and all that finances involved and be set to go. Uh, avoid get-rich-quick schemes. These are investments that promise high rates of returns for a relatively small investment of money and time. And this is especially among people who have just left high school and are into campus. So they want to get money, they, they want to do it quickly. They are easily trapped in pyramid schemes, among many other things in the name of online businesses. Yes. In the name of <laughs> send us four thousand five hundred and we will give you more. <laughs> yes, can I continue with that? Please. How many of you have uh, participated in betting? Betting is another <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen on Frida Kia, yeah. she's in one of those scams. You have received 13,000 today. Yeah, there, are, <laughs> there are so many of these schemes today. So, like we said earlier, you should be able to track your money, how is it earning, and manage it as well. Also, um, who is it? Esther Phoebe, also. I don't know whether you are still doing it, but. Uh, at some point, it can uh, turn out to be very disappointing. But if you're making money, why not? <laughs> yeah. And you see, with such schemes, they give you the first two times. Then you're in it, encourage it. It haunts on our skills on de- delayed gratification. You know, like you get, you put one thousand, they give you two. Next time, you say, hey, let me put two. They give you four. But by the time you say, ah, these people are, let me put twenty. Let me put twenty. <laughs> Disappear in act. Hey. And the best way to grow rich and wealthy is just using the old fashioned working hard and working smart. Be able to track your money using the land and all. Uh, another tip is to diversify your investments because well, you never know where you can get the golden goose. And also ensure that your investments protect your value. They are protected 
because there's there's risk in these investments and you'd want to reduce the number of risks. So while investing, ensure it's something that you can protect it and also protect the value of that investments. Uh, the last segment on money is going to be about debt and I know this may take uh, a bigger discussion because debt, let's start with the country. The debt ceiling of the country right now is at 10 trillion. So for starters, we are in a country full of debt, a very big one. And that does not mean that we, its citizens, we should follow <laughs> the same. And that is debt. So what do you understand by debt and what are the reasons why people get into debt? What are the specific reasons why if you've been in debt before, what are some of the reasons that made you go into debt? Um, so debt is not bad to Apple. Debt can actually debt gives you access to capital which helps you buy stuffs now that you can't afford as long as those stuffs that you're buying are actually assets that are used to generate more income. For example, my partner and I recently were looking into investing and the amount of money we had Haiku in Africa investment in Yetunataka. And so we sat down with our banker who actually told us the benefits of getting debt for this specific investment that we wanted. And because you have to calculate risk analysis, you have to calculate Okay, let me give you an example. Say you want to buy a car that you're buying for a million Kenya shillings and you have uh, even half of it, you have 500 Gs in your savings, but but you say, ah, me, I don't want debt, debt is stressful, ni, 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 ni. then you say, let me send a Leaku sell, and then you find he got who take buy side. By the time of Kisha 500, of Kisha the other 500, this car has already appreciated, Nainatoka, 1.2 million. Unona. So it will always be very hard for you kufikia penya unataka. But you can buy the car now, half with your own financing and the other half with debt, right debt. And I will advise you to take bank debts, which are more... So more like a loan. Yeah. Which are more structured. See, stress. Like take debt from institutions that have policies and rules that guide them. And so when you take that debt... So you've taken 500 Gs, what maybe 20,000 per month for the next 36 months. And you find, whatever it is that you want to put in it, in a 60,000 at the end of the month. So you're paying the 20,000 back, but you're also earning 40K instead of one year. So that is really not bad. But Okay, let me not say some, anything about this one, but uh, Mimi. I'm water, water, I'm now, <laughs> okay, let me say this. Water, by the way. Now, uh, just the way Becky has put it, supposing you need to get like a motorbike, which is a like. To say me one fifty thousand now, and uh, if you have to save to get to get this one fifty, it may take you a longer time five years to get mm -hmm. it. But if you take a loan and get it now, you can make much more money, even like thrice its price by the end of those uh, five years. The same way. You can wait forever to accumulate this money. And then the value of things changes. Yeah. In order to increase. So, nataka gari ya 1 million, by the time you get the 1 million, your gari mepanda ni 2 million. But again, mm -hmm. uh, be very cautious when uh, taking uh, those loans. Be careful where to take them because at times... It comes back to a person's discipline. Man, I've seen people take huge debts. Like you're taking five millis in debt. And then you tell yourself, ah, he business, I wanted to start only needs three. But since I have access to five, let me take the five. You forget if your business needs three milli, it means it can sustain three million. 
So hizi mbili unachukua extra uta struggle nazo. So it comes back to a person's discipline. If your business needs 100 million, just take 100 million. Usiano uchukue 200 cuz you have access to it, then wendo upigishe sherehe. Your business will only pay the what it can actually it needed, sindio? Otherwise you'll be overloading your business which will now collapse and you find yourself in the middle of debts and debts and debts and debts. Okay, watu wafuliza mkono juu. Hey, nimewaona. different explanations and a loan is an agreement between the loaner and the loaning especially with the banks and other financial institutions where it is structured there are specific terms to be followed and it shows also the duration uh, of the money that is supposed to be paid back so uh, a loan it's like a, a structured type of debt kama debt imeomoka but debt is still debt Uh, what do you think on your end is that good uh we've seen some cases of some of you that have applied for help uh which i think is not a smart move especially yeah. if you are <laughs> applying it to kule others not a smart yeah. so do you think it's a smart move and what did you do with the money how is it helping you given that we are paying for your all your fees providing you with support and also providing you with school supplies uh what do you think about getting help even with all this uh let's look at the pros of getting debt one is as make us put it is to inject capital to fund projects uh so in the case that just as in Becky's explanation that you want to grow a business or a project that will be of value and will all the, the returns will be high uh at, like getting loans that's one way that may help you another pro of debt is it increases our access to new opportunities with the money you have security and then you have the ability to dream dream wisely wake up uh cons of debt Number one is increasing the risk of insolvency. Insolvency is when your deficits are more so like you are running in the negatives. Uh also debt compromises collateralized property. Uh there's some who go to take out loans and then they put their assets as collateral it can be a land, it can be a vehicle, it can be a house. <laughs> it can be yourself. Because the kidney is expensive, uh, so you know you put that specific asset in a compromised situation because once you don't pay, and then you should know that you'll be functioning on one kidney. Well, not bad, but still depends. Another con of debt is it restricts access to new debt when the limit has been reached or when you. Failed to pay your debts unajipata umekuwa CRD and then kila mahali unaenda unapata your loan default so you can't get any more loans how do you want more even come with a default anyway the money you got some other things aspects that ngawa mtu haizi jua hapo kwa shida debts you find that they want more and i wonder why it is that there are so many cases of high profile people who by the time they die they are so deep in debt mashanda wa how did they yes. get here uh, in a way i have a feeling that debts is like uh, addictive you find out that you get a <coughs> you get a loan to pay another loan take another one to pay another one so all the unapata all the interest that is a loan they like your losses you know yeah, so, so like those debt circles is, uh, yeah we find that money is addictive being wealth being rich once you get a taste of it you want it more and more and 
it, it just goes with how you're creating it. There are others who create their value, who explore, multiply their sources of income, and there are others who see that as the way to go. <laughs> and how do you avoid debt? How do you get out of debt if you are in one? Say, this is the advice that we can give the Kenyan government, even as much as there is in the debt saving. Step one is creating a plan. I almost, I almost mentioned Bajakwa, but it's the one whose manifestos, they had plans of how we're going to pay our debts and everything. So create a plan. How much do you owe? How are you going to pay it back? In what duration and everything. Another thing is living within your means. Set a budget and also do not acquire more debt. And as much as you're living within your means, you need to have a pocket full of cash. Yeah, you have to have more money in your jeans and also in other places. Yeah, uh, there's something about living within one's means that comes with contentment, and then you find that as much as you are living within your means, there's no growth or everything. So, as much as you're living within your means and you're contented, the key to being wealthy is exploring it, wanting to grow, you know. Because it's either down or up. There's no, like, you can't stay on the same place. Given that also inflation and everything, the value of money and currency, do uh, I say it goes down or it goes up? So you need to you need to keep up yourself. Uh, tally up your debts and interest for those that have them and pay pay them. Like create a plan that you can pay from those that are earning high interest. So you get some somewhere where you, the loan that you took has an interest rate of about 20, 30. So like you measure with what you compare it with what you have and start paying those those ones with high interest because those are the ones that grow faster. You don't to start with them, then go to low interest as you finish like that. And in cases where you earn more, pay more than the minimum to quickly reduce your debts. So say you're supposed to be paying 500 a month to a certain debt that you owe, and then you've done your budget, you've done your reviews, you see that you have some extra money. It's wise that you start paying even 800, increase it to a bigger amount than the minimum that you are paying so that to quickly get out of debt because you know debt is something that takes time and if there are people who understand that still money don't make no money are the loaners because they may they measure it against time and the more time the more money you'll be paying so it's better to reduce that time. Another way is to maintain a good credit rating default many other things. So that's it with money and debts. Uh, you find that, well, we've talked a lot and it's a very deep topic. We just covered the basics and we hope to do it some more. Uh, on my closing remarks concerning money and value, I'd like to tell you about the parable of the talents that is in Matthew 25 from verse 15 to 26. It tells about of a master who went on a trip and he gave his servants uh, several like different amounts of coins or talents in this case and then when he came back he asked each of them hey, what did you do with what I gave you, what did you do with what I gave you, among all that and it gives an example of just what we have in this world everyone at the moment we are given that internal value we are all creatives and it is within us, all of us, so it just depends on what you choose to do with it because that's the only way to, to grow your money, to grow your wealth consciousness and if anything that's what is expected of you, I can say, I feel like that is the whole purpose of life in, in itself, that growth and everything. So from the parable, uh, you can get, like learn from the first two people and apply it in growing the value within yourself, within others, and 
also growing their wealth and money. Yeah, that's it, my those that have ears to listen. Until next time, guys, this has been us. Thank you. Yes, and again, on the same, this is the reason behind uh, the requirement that uh, every student should have at least uh, one extracurricular activity at least each academic year because in the three four years or three or so you will you'll get a chance maybe to realize that talent that the lord has put in you and you'll be in a portion to explore the same or even go extra mile it's this thing we are talking of is more than the degree or the diploma or whatever course you are taking because you need to explore your inner self where the talent is located creating that value exploring it and using it for yeah. the good for your growth that's yeah. what we are all about so for me i'll advise you mcgp pressure you girls are still kids but imagine me with all my years i entered rooms and i've been told i'm still a child or am i this is the truth i hope these skills are to motivate you to start learning we don't expect you to be implemented tomorrow we expect that to learn some of these things take time and it, it takes changing your psychology with money and that takes a couple of years but Try where you can. See you. And next time, I hope we'll talk about the kind of friends you have and your relationship with money. Because how many of us have had like, oh, look, you know, your network, your, your connection, stuff like that. And I think the more you grow, the more that you're like, how even the friends you have affect the relationship in terms of finances. So. How many of you want to be a team Rihanna? Mimi Lazima, I must be a billionaire. You wait. Bye. See you. Okay, see you. You never kept it real. Yeah. You broke the deal, so me na keep it real. Seen a time street, sign a sack of my meals. You wanna chill, no, only business deals. And your reason daily me will keep it real Dear ex, kuna shit na dai kusema You never kept it real Real is rare Nikki look in your eyes I see you looking down Nina realize I don't want to bark Dear ex, kuna shit na dai kushare You never kept it real Real is rare Nikki look in your eyes I see you looking down Nina realize I don't, I don't want you back cause you broke the deal So me na keep it real Sina time street, sign a sack of my meals You wanna chill, no, only business deals And your reason daily, me will keep it real